Hi, this is Perry Kurtz, and I wanted to tell you that I've got a new show coming out. It's called Happy News with Perry Kurtz. That's me. And it's going to be different because we're going to be bringing you the upside of life. That's right. The happy news to make you feel good. And each week I'm going to have my special guests. We're going to talk about their lives and comment on the good things. You can hear us on iTunes, Stitcher, CastBox, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And you can watch us on Binge on This on YouTube. Welcome to Sam of All Trades, a binge on this show. Binge on this where you can find other shows like Roll 420, the tabletop RPG show featuring games like Dungeons and Dragons and Call of Cthulhu. Reading Ronin, where tales and fables are read for your listening pleasure. What's Hood with Forever Cabron, where we take an introspective dive into the Latin culture. Happy News with Perry Kurtz, our favorite wild grandpa who is back from his planetary exile. And This, That, and the Other, a podcast show with Brian and yours truly. Today, we are joined by a great guest, Connor Scarce, who is a welder. Welcome, Connor. How are you today? I'm doing great, Sam. How are you today? <laughs> I'm doing great. It's very radio of me. I know, I know. Um, so, yeah, welcome to the show. And so, can you get can you tell me a little bit about yourself and how you got into welding? Alrighty. So, um, I had lived in uh, Newport News, Virginia, you know, my whole life. Um, and there was a good friend of mine whose brother was remodeling a house um, and kind of out of town in the kind of middle of the state. And I came out there and it was so nice uh, out here. I said, property value must be sky high. No, it's just, it's rural, inexpensive land. And so I moved out here and kind of took the first spot that called me back, which was a, a big factory mm -hmm. and kind of have just moved through the ranks there. Um, I started doing something called brazing, um, which is fitting copper pipe together. Um, okay. And after a few years of doing that, I started welding. Okay. And what is it that you guys typically, typically make? I mean, you don't have to tell me the, the factory name or anything like that, but like, well, what is it that you typically work on? So we make uh, something called chillers, uh, which chillers are, if you think about an air conditioner, it takes in air and makes cold air. Mm -hmm. uh, chillers take in water and make cold water. Um, they're a lot of times used for like uh, huge stadiums, um, okay. in like industrial sites. They need a lot of cold water or even like, uh, I know we did a lot of stuff with nuclear plants that okay. you, know, you cool off the water there. Okay. Um, and then what I make particularly is something called a pressure vessel, which is, it's a vessel, it's an object which holds a crap load of pressure. Crazy. Crazy. And it comes in parts and then you just kind of weld it together or, or how, how does it, is it on like a, a conveyor line or? So um, what we get is we get, uh, we call them a shell. And it is, if you think about a tube, almost like a culvert pipe, you know, like that big around, we, we deal with things anywhere between 20 inches in diameter. Um, on my line, we go all up to 36 inches in diameter. Hmm. Um, we have other lines that go all the way up to like 52 inches in diameter. So massive, wow. massive pipes. Yeah. Some of them that a man could stand up in. Um, and they are kind of between nine and I think we go up to like 18 feet in length. And if you think, yeah, if you think about making a pipe bomb, that's what we're doing. I mean, we're making these huge friggin' pipe bombs <laughs> um, that are full of holes that we then pump refrigerant and water through. And the way that you do the different pressures and the different, um, you know, just the thermodyn thermodynamics of it, it will 
take in water and it will blow out hot water from one hole and cold water from the other. And it's essentially sucking all the heat out of that tepid water and putting into the, into one group of water, making super crazy hot water. And the rest is left really super cold. Oh, wow. Okay. So there's a lot of different types of welding out there. I mean, it's a trade that you can take anywhere in the world and really work anywhere. Um, can you explain to our listeners why welding is so important literally to the world? <laughs> so um, there is, I mean, obviously what I do is called ASME welding. Um, mm-hmm. And that is sort of the board that presides over that. And ASME is a standard that makes sure that these giant pressurized pipe bombs that we're making and then sending out to schools and stadiums uh, that they don't and hospitals mm-hmm. that I do a good job and it doesn't blow up. Yeah. Um, and there's an enormous amount of standards, uh, amount of standards that go with that, that prevent that. Um, and so obviously that's important, you know, having cold water, having hospitals and nuclear power plants and schools and research facilities, you can't do that. I mean, if you need to make something that is going to hold pressure, you can't tape it together. You can't rivet it together. You can't screw it together. You know, this has to be welded and welding is taking two pieces of metal and literally melting them down um, in room temperature air using something so hot that it melts it on the spot and joins them together as though they had never been two pieces. Mm. And, you know, you go on to things, other things that need that structural welding, that they're building bridges and skyscrapers, you know, industrial welding where they're making vehicles, anything that you can't just stick a bolt in there and say, that's okay, that you need this to be one piece. Mm. You gotta, you gotta weld it. That's crazy. Yeah. Cause some people might just think that you sit there and weld, but you have to be able to read schematics and operate various tools. Most people would have no idea how to use, how, how did you get into learning all of that? So, um, the company that I work for has a fantastic program. Um, it's a union shop. Um, mm-hmm. and I'm a very, very pro union kind of guy. Um, because of that, we get a great wage. We get okay benefits. Um, we get, <laughs> Uh, we have a lot of protections that people don't get in the, in the non-union world. Um, Mm -hmm. And part of that is when I came on, I was uh, uh, something called a line assembler, which means I just, I work on a line. I put crap together, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, And that is a lower wage job. You know, it's something you train a monkey to do. And I put in for a welding position came open. They have to hire from within first. And, and my name, I was the person with the most time. So I got the job. They put me through in-house classes. They put me through a process. So I am ASME certified. All that was done in-house. All that was done with no cost to myself. That's so, amazing. That's great. It was awesome. No, that's really, really good. Um, so what would be the hardest job that might come your way uh, in, in a shift? The worst thing, the absolute nightmare uh, is that someone screwed something up and you get to be the one who fixes it. Um, oh, <laughs> like what because, would they screw up? Oh God, anything. Um, so today, for example, we had, and I won't get into the technical stuff of it. It doesn't matter. Um, but, you know, those big giant pipes that we talked about, mm-hmm. you know, at the end, you have to cap them and you put something on there that, that closes that off that you can then hold pressure. The fella who does that, put them on backwards and 
Remember earlier, when you weld something, two pieces become one. You know, husband and wife, there's no separation between them. And we just join two things together that don't go together. Oh, no. And so how do that you fix means that? You, you cut it off and uh, it's made of metal. So you take a, uh, we call them a cut wheel. I don't think that's what they're really called. Mm -hmm. uh, it's an angle grinder, basically. It's a handheld angle grinder. And you spin this thing up to, you know, 7 billion RPMs. And it's uh, kind of a ceramic disc. Yeah, and you stick it to it, and you're just cutting. I mean, you're cutting through metal, and it's no. Your weld is no different than any other piece of metal. So you're sitting there grinding this thing down, trying to salvage it, you know, because you don't want to just hack it up into pieces. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, sparks are flying. Man, I cannot tell you how many times I've gotten a great big piece of welding slag or a great big spark of red hot metal flies up, lands on your head. You got a helmet on so you don't shoot metal in your eye. So yeah. you can't do anything about it and you can't let go of what you're doing. So you just got to stand there and burn. Um, <laughs> God, dude, the worst is when it lands in your boot and you'll, you'll get up when you're weld, you know, I was talking about how you, it gets liquid, you know, mm -hmm. and it kind of gets popping because the way an arc welder works is. It's super, super uh, badass. Can I say badass? You can say whatever you want. All right. It's super badass because <laughs> um, you've got this gun thing, right? And you pull the trigger and a friggin' lightning bolt. Seriously, when I say a lightning bolt, I am not exaggerating. A lightning bolt comes out of this gun and hits the metal. And it's so friggin' hot that that metal melts instantly. And you've got a puddle of liquid metal. And uh, that lightning bolt is coming out of a wire that is constantly shooting forward. And as it's shooting forward, it is liquefying and going into that puddle of liquid metal. And you got to just keep moving. You cannot stop. That lightning bolt is so hot that it releases ionizing radiation, which is why you see the welders. They've got the big helmets on, you know? Mm -hmm. And that is because... If you do not have that helmet on, you will go blind. I, I swear to you, you will go blind that day forever. Um, if you don't cover up all your skin, in a matter of seconds, you will get a sunburn on it. You know, yeah. you will be, because it's so much heat and it's so much radiation. Yeah, so um, do people get sick from the radiation? Oh, yeah. Um, it's not like Chernobyl mm -hmm. radioactive power plant radiation. It's like uh, tanning bed radiation. Okay. And so we got dudes in there. Um, there's a guy that I work with who freaking for like six months, every like couple weeks he was having to go out and get a hunk of him cut off because it's just cancer. Um, there was a dude who's got a spot on his shoulder that's was all ate up and they had to take it out and it's it's skin cancer it's melanoma you know it's very very treatable as long as you do what you're supposed to do and go to the doctor so but, could that have been prevented by just uh what they were wearing or is that just unpreventable yes and no um if you are a dummy and in you know in like cartoons or tv shows you know vin diesel always has those round goggles on like you see the steampunk kids wear or the locusts in gears of war um if you wear those and you're welding you're gonna get cancer on your face you're gonna get cancer on your face 
you don't have <laughs> adequate protection on your face. Your face meat is just getting radiated. Yeah. Um, when you wear a big old hood, that radiation isn't getting your face. You know, okay. when you wear a big thick jacket, we got special jackets they give us, that mm. radiation doesn't get on your skin. It's not possible to cover up all your skin all the time so that nothing gets through. Are you worried about that? Yes. You know, I mean, but no matter what job you have, there's danger. You know, you go get a job at the 7-Eleven and you're like, oh, it's easy. You just turn on the gas pump, you sell donuts, and then some guy comes in and shoots in your face over $27. You know? Yeah, I guess. I don't have that problem, right? I yeah. have the ionizing radiation problem. Right, um, right. You know? Okay. So, no. so that, I mean, that, that kind of takes care of quite my next question, which was, I mean, welding can be pretty hazardous. I mean, have you ever been injured? But, I mean, the injuries seem to be coming from right and left. Um, so injury, like uh, illness-related injuries, those happen. You know, you've got fumes. OSHA is really strict on the regulation of, of welding fumes because, you know, you're melting metal. There's a lot of gas that comes out. You kind of end up getting a cough a lot of times. The radiation, obviously, or, or burns. Um, another, this is something people don't know about. You'd never know about it if you weren't a welder. Um, there's something called arc flash. And arc flashes, remember I told you if you looked at a weld without protection, that you'll mm -hmm. go blind. Mm -hmm. So you know how I talked about the sunburn? Uh, the way your eyes work is they focus light onto the you know back of your eye where there's all these nerves and crap. If you look at someone welding, and when I say look, I mean just kind of glance over and look for a few seconds, it'll be really bright and you'll go, uh, and look away, you know, like if you look at the sun. Mm -hmm. And then you go to go to bed that night, hours later, and you close your eyes and your eyeballs feel like someone put them in a friggin' microwave. Um, and it's mm -hmm. because you've gotten essentially a sunburn on the inside of your oh, eye. Um, and you take a this is the trick. You take a potato, a raw potato, and you cut it up into slices and you put it on your eyes and it'll take the heat out. Wait, um, so put it on your eyes closed, obviously, or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You lay down in bed. You put your, you know, like a, like a, like a lady at the spa with yeah, the, with I've the heard of tomatoes. Uh, I've heard of tomatoes on, on, on burns or toothpaste, but I've never heard of potatoes. That's, that's the welder thing. That's what they say to do. And it huh. works. Um, and buddy arc flash sucks. And sometimes it'll last for a couple days. You know, you'll go the next day. It's like, you got pink eye. You're just waters running down your face. You can't see your eyes are all swollen up. Um, How many times has that happened to you? Uh, I've only gotten it good once, you know, yeah, and I try and be very, learned. very, yeah. And there are people, dude, and I'm not trying to throw nobody into the bus. Right. But I see guys out there, just nothing on just welding. And oh, I'm like, man, man, you don't, Man, you just Why? hate your life. Like you just want to have a bad time. He's a tough guy. He's probably a tough guy. He's a tough guy. I mean, so, it's always old guys, you know, <laughs> that have been there for seventy-eight years and like they'll bury me here in this plant, son. I can't see anyway. And you're like, eh, so well, in my coffin. Yeah, no kidding. So other than that, I mean, being a welder is pretty hard. It's hot. You got to sit and try to reach hard angles. Um, what other things? are hard about being a welder? So um, it is a dirty, dirty, dirty job. Um, it is, you know, when you're cutting up metal like that, when you are using a cut wheel, all those little sparks that come off, they cool down and they turn into little, it's like sand, but it's made out of metal. Mm -hmm. And that will get, 
those tubes, sometimes you got to get in them and cut something out that someone that I uh, put in there wrong. <laughs> um, and so you're laying in here on your back. You can't get your arms up, you know, that you're in such a small spot. You've got a shield on your face, you know, like the girl at McDonald's wears now that no one had ever seen. No one had ever seen these before 2020. And now, you know, everybody's got the shield. Yeah. Um, and you've got a shield on like that. So you don't get a piece of metal lodged in your freaking eye. Yes. Uh, and you're cutting it in and you're laying in this pile of metal and you will go home and you will wash your hair and it will be like you went to some metal beach, you know, that just the sand is coming out of your hair from where you've laid in it. Yeah. It's dangerous clothes, too. your pockets. It gets slick. Yeah. Um, actually, cause it's so fine. Oh, okay. Um, cause I knew so someone be, who got it in their eye and it was a big deal. Dude. Yeah. Cause you're never getting it out. Yeah. No, they know? had to go to go pro- get some professional help for that. Yeah. And so there's stuff like that. There's the heat. There's, uh, since you're working with metal, you tend to work with a lot of things that are heavy metal. Yeah. Um, and you'll see people drop it on their foot, drop it on their hand. Oh. Uh, had a girl lose the tip of her finger um before they put it back is fine you know, they you know you lose that much you can't see but you know a teeny yeah. teeny piece it's a little teeny. you're fine you can't look at her hand and tell but uh right yeah you know, there's a lot of danger involved in the heavy side and then the heat side and then the electricity if you hook something up wrong you can stop your heart and you're just dead you know but fun fun so could love you it. Freelance your welding skills to other companies or, or does that work? Cause I mean, you said you were union, so you couldn't mm-hmm. exactly just go out and around and start freelancing your, your, your trade. So, um, the type of union we have, uh, there are like kind of trade unions, um, where trade unions might control all the welders in the state of Missouri. Right. Mm-hmm. And some company goes, we need 12 welders. They contact the welding union. The welding union provides them with 12 welders. We have a shop union. So everyone that works at my shop, uh, we're a right-to-work state. Um, everyone who works at my shop has the option to join the union. If you join the union, you have to pay dues, and you get to vote on union issues. If you don't, you don't. Because of that, if my buddy Jerry says, hey, man, will you come over here and weld this frame on my car? Yeah, I can go do that. That's not an issue. And he goes, hey, I'll give you 50 bucks. I go, that's cool, great. Mm-hmm. Um, the type of certificate I have, however, is location specific. So I couldn't go to a completely different facility and say, I'm a certified welder. I have such and such credentials. I can say I've welded for the last year, the last five years, whatever, but I don't have an independent authorization, if that makes sense. Yeah. I'd have to go to proper school for that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Hey, have you ever thought of making metal artwork on the side? Um, I have kicked it around. Um, we got a lot of scrap metal at work that, you know, you get these big sheets of metal and you cut parts out of it. And you think about like a little kid cutting out pieces out of a construct piece of construction paper. They're all, all the leftover crap. Mm-hmm. I'll go dig through that scrap and pull out kind of strange looking pieces and weld them together just for practice. You know, every, every bead you, every bead you lay is a better bead. But that 10,000 hours rule. Yeah, exactly, right? And and I've ended up with some pretty weird, cool things. Um, but I – and I can buy them for scrap, 
weight yeah. from my job. I can bring it and go, hey, this is 126 pounds. They go, all right, 38 bucks. That's what it costs in scrap. That's what it would cost for us to get rid of it. But I've not made anything cool enough that I'd want to keep. Um, maybe one day, you know? Yeah, nice. I used to know a person who who did a yard um, statues and stuff like that. And, yeah. and they would just fill up their their yard and then just sell them, <laughs> sell them on the side like that. Um, cool, what would you tell someone out there who might be thinking about becoming a welder, um, who <sighs> might not be aware on how to start? Okay. Um, first off, welding is a fantastic career. Um, I love it. I love what I'm doing. Um, don't let anybody tell you, you can't do this. I'm telling you, it is, you see all the memes on Facebook. That's like, uh, Why'd I become a welder? Because baseball, basketball, and football only require one ball. And you're like, what, what does that mean? Like, what the hell? <laughs> I don't know. Um, right. Um, being a welder, and this is so, so, so corny, so I have to clarify, but being a welder is 85% badass. Um, it is 85% going, I'm going to go be hot and sweaty, and I'm going to put on this glove, and I'm going to pick up something that is red hot, and it's going to hurt me, and I'm going to go, hey, that's just how it is. Um, the skill itself, laying the bead, putting down a good line, anybody can learn to do that. It is if you want to learn to do that, if you are willing to stand there and hold this gun and you're laying this thing down and you feel your clothes getting so hot they're burning you and you go i got seven more inches i gotta go and it, it i'm just gonna take it um be a welder it is good money it is a good job and it is enjoyable and it is a skill that no one can take away from you yeah no it is um, it's, it's true uh it's a trade that you can like i said take anywhere and it has great like you said great pay yeah but you cannot you cannot give up you have got to be ready to do that hard thing you've mm -hmm. got to be ready to do something that you are not going to want to do and it's not you know the u.s military i'm ready to go get shot at by isis kind of bad you know mm -hmm. but it is you're going to be dirty you're going to be hot you're going to get burns but you can do it that's that's my advice to you if you want to be a welder you can do this nice. um go to trade school find a company that'll pick you up the world needs welders. Yes. Very well said. And so lastly, I always like mm -hmm. to ask this question because it's always, I like to end on a fun note. If you could yeah. pick one actor to play you in a movie live or dead, who would it be? Oh, geez, man. Um, <laughs> I'd love, uh, God, I don't know why, but I want to be, I want to say Gilbert Gottfried, uh, just because I think that'd be really funny. I love it. <laughs> I think it's perfect. I love it. I love it. All right, Connor. Well, dude, I really appreciate your time. Um, welding. I've always, I've always tried to push it on, uh, uh, on people. I had a friend, like I said, who did artwork. I had another friend that, that was a welder. So I always knew how important it was. It wasn't for me. Like you said, it's, it's hot. It's hard. Um, but it's, it's amazing. Thank you, man. Thank you. All right, man. You have a good day. All right. You too. I'll see you later, Sam. All right.